Gaming developers striking back against a proposed increase in licensing shows that backlashes work sometimes. Meanwhile, a court document leak from the Microsoft versus FTC case shows some very interesting product developments on the horizon. Plus, Elon Musk is considering charging all users for Twitter and X in order to fight the bots. All of this and more on this episode of Today in Tech. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Today in Tech. I'm Keith Shaw. The guy pushing all the buttons behind me is Chris. Hello, Chris. Hey, how's it going? It is going well. Everything good for you guys? Uh, have a good uh, week so far? Yeah, it wasn't that bad. The little one was sick, and then um, I told myself I wasn't going to get sick, and I got sick. But you're no, not we sick. Got sick. You're so. not sick now, right? It was a quick 24-hour bug. Yeah, I know. It, it flew by. Because you are by. a superman. Exactly. You know who else is sick? Who? Microsoft, because they've had a lot of leaks this week. Ah, I see what you did there. Yeah, A court document leak from this summer's FTC versus Microsoft trial has revealed a ton of information about recent goings on within the Microsoft gaming division, as well as critical details about its future plans. First up, the new Xbox Series X refresh, which is a digital edition. They're going to get rid of the, the disk drive or make an external disk drive, I guess. But, yeah. you know, people are saying that, that mean, this means it's going to be the death knell for physical copies of games uh and uh, you know and the, the new design actually looks a lot more cylindrical than the existing console and is going to ship without a disk drive internal confidential microsoft documents reveal it has two terabytes of storage up from one terabyte a usb-c front port with power delivery and an all-new more immersive controller so that was one of the th things but and i think you were talking to me about well could they still call it an xbox if it doesn't look like a box anymore that those are the existential uh, questions that we answer on today in tech. Yeah, no, um, <laughs> it reminds me a lot of the um, Apple trash can. What was that? That was an actual computer, though, too, right? Yeah, yeah. That was, why uh, did they call it the trash just because it looked like a trash can? Yeah, or it looked, was, like, looked like a trash can. Okay. Yeah, actually, let me let me find a. You have a, you have a, a copy. Uh, let me see because the, the first question came up when I saw that was, is this going to be really difficult to manufacture a curved item versus a, a box or a square? And again, maybe it isn't, maybe the manufacturing techniques, you can do whatever you want. Oh, no, Mac pro. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's easy to make a trash can. It's just, uh, you know, the parts that go in it, you kind of have to custom make them to fit in the trash can. Right. Cause all of the, all of the boards and stuff are generally, square or rectangular in length yeah i mean usually what you fit in trash cans are trash <laughs> you crumple things but, up uh, and, and then if you want to put a motherboard and ram and memory you know you kind of yeah. have to do everything custom so you don't think that someone at at apple or microsoft is is going all right we filled it up as much as we can and then someone comes in and like squishes it down with their arm to try to get you know that that one more day of trash no i mean i think they're <laughs> i think they're doing it because it might it might help with cooling. Um, you know, it's kind of shaped like a tunnel, so it might help with airflow. But at the same time, it's just... Did you uh, see... It kind of it, it departs away from their box part right. of the name, Xbox. It it's, would, now it's like X-Can. I, 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 I don't think they should do it like this. Um, but I'm surprised that, that my, Elon Musk hasn't noticed that the Xbox uses the letter X because it feels like he, he wants to own that letter. 
True, true. All right. So is, was there anything, when you looked at the specs on this, did, <coughs> was there anything that jumped out at you of going, oh, wow, that's really cool. It just, it does feel like it's just a new design. It's not necessarily. Yeah, um, yeah. No, it's, it's, just, it's just, it's literally just what it is. Just a refresh. It's nothing even, crazy. Even the controller looks the same. Yeah. So, you know, same ergonomics, new modular thumbsticks, improved longevity, continued build improvements, rechargeable and swappable battery. I'm not sure if that might be new. Um, recycled materials and less resin. Uh, uh, haptics double as speakers. That's interesting. Yeah. I, I mean, it's nothing groundbreaking or anything really new. I think the Xbox controllers, they had um, removable batteries in the past. Um, I don't currently own Xbox, so I don't know if anything has changed since, but um, I mean, it's just honestly another way for them to just get in a little extra bump of revenue yeah. with the refresh stuff. Inside the new Xbox Series X design, so the game console is also adding Wi-Fi 6E support, a Bluetooth 5.2 radio, and the company is shrinking the existing die to 6 nanometers for improved efficiency. The PSU power will be reduced by 15% and targeting the same 499 launch price of the Xbox Series X. Jeez, so full retail? Full price? Yeah, that's pretty good. Especially if you're doubling the storage from one terabyte to two terabytes. Um, I'm trying to remember here, but can you swap out the hard drive in the Xbox? I don't know. Again, I I'm, I'm a I PS5 remember. guy, and now I'm apparently I'm now a PC guy too. Yeah, with my mm. with my new cool gaming laptop that I have. Um, all right, so they were planning they're planning to launch this in 2024. Who knows if this leak, which came out as a result of the FTC versus Microsoft documents, uh, this was not a leak by Microsoft, by the way, but this was a leak from the court, we believe. Um, I just have been seeing it. You know, everyone's just like gung ho about what's going on with the leaks. The second one uh, was a document released as part of the case confirmed what was long expected. The Elder Scrolls 6 isn't going to launch for a few years and it's not coming to PlayStation. According to uh, a chart which Microsoft produced for the FTC, the next Elder Scrolls game is not expected to launch until at least 2026, something a Microsoft lawyer also mentioned in the court case. Much like Bethesda's most recent games, Starfield and Redfall, it will be available on both PC and Xbox when it does launch, but not PlayStation. And again, this just shows when we were talking about this case, we said this was this is what they're going to do. They're going to buy these gaming studios and they're going to make these exclusives. Yeah. I don't know why the FTC focused on Call of Duty when they had examples of Bethesda's games. And so now this is a, a third one that they're going to make exclusive. I, I think I think Microsoft probably distracted them with the whole Call of Duty stuff. They just use that as a, a screen. You know what I mean? Right. To just, you know, to hey, 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 look over here, exclusive. look at Call of Duty, don't look at all the other yeah. stuff we're going to try to do with it. You know what I mean? So, and again, and again, I would have been outraged if I hadn't bought my new computer. Um, because now I'm like, okay, well, I'll just, I'll just get it on PC. I have not bought Starfield yet. After talking on this show nonstop about how I was looking forward to it. The reviews just didn't make it, didn't cross that bar for me. Yeah. Um, plus, I'm playing Baldur's Gate 3, which is an amazing, amazing game. It is so good. And you're playing Armored Core 6, which you love. And you're still playing it, right? After playing it five times? 
Yeah, I, I think it's my fifth. I was going to say four, but I, I think it's my fifth <laughs> playthrough at the moment. But yeah, no, good game. Good Isn't game. it nice to get beyond that Diablo 4 uh, slog oh, that, we, that you and I were sitting oh, through for that? It's like, why am I doing this? Yeah. Oh. All right. Speaking of a ga- another gaming idea uh, thing that got leaked was apparently Xbox uh, chief Phil Spencer really wanted to buy Nintendo. Um, this was a leak uh, email from August 2020. Before Microsoft bought Bethesda owner ZeniMax, revealed Spencer's interest in Steam owner Valve and Warner Brothers Network of video game studios, which also includes Mortal Kombat maker NetherRealm and Batman Arkham developer Rocksteady, among many others. However, he outlined a number of blocks on the merger, including the fact that Nintendo seemed uninterested in selling up. Nintendo is, quote, sitting on a big pile of cash, Spencer said, and was apparently happy with its current position. As a result... Spencer said he couldn't see an angle on a buyout in the short term, uh, adding that he didn't think a hostile action would be a good move. So we are playing the long game, end quote. And um, imagine the uproar that would have happened if Microsoft had done a tried to do a hostile takeover of Nintendo. Like imagine an army of gaming fans just with pitchforks. And shovels just going towards the yeah, gate, I, gates of Microsoft. Honestly, I don't think they're going to be able to do it. Not, I'm not saying that they can't do it. They they probably can. Like talking about just money, right? Yeah, like, money wise, they could if Nintendo wanted to sell. But I don't think Nintendo wants I, to sell. They're not interested. But but then that would create another potential monopoly situation because I think during this FTC case they were trying to say that well look we're we're not just competing against Sony and its PlayStation we're also competing against Nintendo. I think most gamers though feel that Nintendo is a nice little niche in the gaming market, but with rabid fans too. Oh yeah. And some really good games. The problem is, is that most game developers that develop for the PlayStation or, or for Xbox, they sort of throw things over it at Nintendo, but they don't sell as well. Nintendo's original games are the ones that sell. Exactly. It's the Mario stuff. Zelda. It's the Zelda stuff. Um, there might, and Pokemon. Like those are the ones that, if, if it's developed internally by Nintendo, they're going to make a ton of money. But if you're like Ubisoft, which does the Assassin's Creed series, for example, you're going to make more of your money off of the other two platforms than, than, than doing a port to the uh, Nintendo. They still do them, but you're just not going to make as much. Right, right. But yeah, I, I don't think Nintendo would ever sell. I, I don't think they would agree to it. I don't... I don't think they can. It's like it's. I mean, Nintendo's it's embedded in culture, right? Would you Japanese culture? You're not going to sell. Would that. you be sad if Microsoft then was able to buy Nintendo? No, I think it would be the end of <laughs> the end of the planet. end of the world. Seriously, <laughs> if if Nintendo were to be bought out, like I, I, I don't, I just, I don't think it ever happened. I don't think it ever would. That just gave me even if Microsoft idea. says, yeah, hey, we're thinking about it. I don't think they can. See, I was that just gave me an idea of thinking of what would a Microsoft branded Nintendo look like? Ugh. Butchering of a brand. Would it be Ugh. like Mario, you know, gives up his overalls and is now wearing like a hoodie or a or a suit like you know. He he, he it used to be fun you used to be able to make fun of Microsoft when Bill Gates was in charge or even Steve Ballmer. He hang Okay, now, so this, this the guy I, that, the guy that's now in charge of Microsoft Saudi and Nadella, you can't really make fun of him because he's not he just there's nothing that he does that's goofy like, versus the other two guys. Mario's going to hang up his uh overalls, his plumbing overalls. He's going to yeah. put on a nice stale black and white suit, <laughs> the Phil Spencer suit. 
And he's going to say everything's fine. Do you have a picture of Phil Spencer there? Do you? Yeah, you, everybody knows who Phil Spencer were, is. We were having this internal debate about whether people know who Phil Spencer is. Yeah, he's 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 the Xbox guy. He, he's that guy, you know. Uh, I don't think he's as, as... I think you're giving... A, no. Yeah. It's, it's this it, guy. He, uh, okay. Always, always on the Microsoft um, showcases and... You know, probably, probably, you know, he's I think the a good guy, guy and stuff the guy like that, that they had before him was it his name was Major Nelson. Okay. That was his gamer tag. I think I knew him more. And and not just because he went to my he went to Syracuse where I went. Mm-hmm. Um but I think he was a little bit more active in the community than Phil Spencer was. I, I think I think because of all these leaks, I think you're gonna have you know, X, the Xbox fan base and just gamers in general have less and less trust in what these people say and what and, and what Phil Spencer says, like to his audience and and what the company says. It's like just, we're just not going to believe you. And there's one of the articles you know? did say that this could, did not come at a good time for Microsoft Horrible time. for these leaks because now you're coming up on the holiday season and you're trying to get people to uh, buy an Xbox. Or buy Starfield or Redfield or some of these other these other you know exclusive games, um, and if a gamer was like, "Well, I was considering buying the hardware, but now I'll just wait till next year," you know, I, I was surprised that PlayStation might be having a, a their their new refresh next year. I'm not sure if it's the PS6 or if it's the just a new version of the PS5, like maybe a PS. This is going to be a new version, so it'll be PS5 Pro, probably something like that. Okay, because yeah. I was like, that didn't last long. The PS5 has only around, been around since 2020, so this is the third year. Do do we have first the, year of availability for a lot of people? <coughs> yeah. Do we have the uh, PowerPoint of the actual leaked um, deck? You know what I'm talking about? I didn't see it. I was just I just was grabbing a bunch of the articles. I did not see the actual PowerPoint. Is it available somewhere? Yeah, it was. I was looking at it. Oh, okay. Uh, well, just that was downstairs. something you were doing. I'm trying to find it, but they they actually provided the leaked um, the leaked PowerPoint. And you can see everything laid out in uh, vivid detail, so to say. So it's out there if people want to see it. It's definitely out there. Okay, I, w- I want to move on to the third leak that's a that could be a real big problem for Microsoft. Uh, researchers for Microsoft AI uh, mistakenly leaked 38 terabytes of company data. Oops. A uh, Microsoft AI research team that uploaded training data on GitHub in an effort to offer other researchers open source code and uh, open source code and AI models for image recognition inadvertently exposed 38 terabytes of personal data. This is according to Wiz, a cybersecurity forum firm. They discovered a link included in the files that contained backups of Microsoft employees' computers. Those backups contained passwords to Microsoft services, secret keys, and over 30,000 internal Teams messages from hundreds of the tech giant's employees. Microsoft said in its own report of the incident that no customer data was exposed and no other internal services were put at risk. Um, Wiz discovered and reported the security issue to Microsoft on June 22nd of this year, and the company had revoked the SAS token by June 23rd. Microsoft also explained that it rescans all of its public repositories, but its system had marked this particular link as a false positive. The company has also since fixed the issue so that its system can detect SAS tokens that are too permissive than, than intended in the future. So that doesn't sound good, though. No, that's horrible. So basically what happened is they had multiple leaks or yeah. um, 
what do you call it? This um, one, though, I think the court document was for the FTC case. That was probably not Microsoft that did it. They had to give all this information for the as exhibits. But then we're told, oh, don't worry about it. This won't get out into the public. And then somehow they got out into the public. Yeah. I'm just wondering if it's just some disgruntled uh, government employee who was like, I'll show them and just inadvertently leak it. Could have been. Could have been. Yeah, it could have been. But actually, you know what? Now that I think about it, I think that uh, PowerPoint was in this article, The Verge, Mm -hmm. um, where they had full access to the PowerPoint and it should be right here. If you see this part of the screen. Yeah. It's just not loading it was right here. It's just not loading in. Maybe so. you don't have the right plugin. Probably. <laughs> or, <laughs> or Microsoft Somebody, is, or they figured out how to block it. Yeah. Is jacking into the stream. Yeah. Just block it. Uh, all right, let's, let's move on to our other, uh, our, our other big story. This has been going on for a few days. Uh, and again, it's related to the gaming space, but I wanted to talk about it in terms of, some of the larger issues uh the popular cross-platform game and media development engine known as unity uh was on the defensive after receiving intense backlash over a controversial new fee structure which developers using the platform said was destructive and unfair now the company is reportedly looking back to walk back this announcement at least in part Um, The engine is so popular among independent developers as a way to get a game up and running across multiple gaming platforms while minimizing upfront costs. If a developer had revenue below $100,000, it was free, while a plus tier took up uh, took up to $200,000, and above that was a pro tier. As a result of some of the biggest names, games out there that use it, Pokemon Go and Genshin Impact, uh, as well as other countless indie hits like Slay the Spire and Timberborn. A lot of these seem to be mobile games. I, I, I have seen Unity ads, so a lot of these are uh, ads for games that are, you know, for your phone. Yeah. Um, so they announced that starting in 2024, the company would assess a 20 cents fee per install of a game once that title had sold 200,000 copies and developer had taken in more than $200,000 in revenue developers then had this massive backlash saying well what does this mean for trials uh how are you going to track whether if I install uninstall a game back and forth are you counting that only as one install versus several if I'm on Steam and I'm and I unload you know uninstall install uninstall install they were saying that that was ripe for people could get back at companies they didn't like so if they well, didn't like a certain game they just start installing you just it, abuse and then, it yeah you it just could, abuse there was a the... lot of abuse and a lot of there was a lot of outrage and we saw articles about this we saw YouTube videos about this um, all, all throughout the weekend. Yeah. This is the only thing I saw. Yeah. And as a result of that, they they did they are walking it back. Now we don't know exactly what they're gonna do in terms of a new plan, but this this type of backlash shows that you can get a bunch of people together and get upset about something and, and a company might walk back a decision. Right. Uh the the most recent example that I can think of was the Hasbro uh, Dungeons and Dragons thing where they were trying to get all of these third-party developers to pay up for use of the, the, the core gaming engine or the core rules of D&D. And there was this huge backlash and people were going to threaten I didn't know boycotts. That. Oh, I, we didn't really cover it here on the show because there wasn't a, a particular tech angle that I was interested in. It's more of a, a, I'm yeah. a fan of D&D and play the games and things like that. But um, that was another community. If you offend your core community you can get back, you can do something as a member of that community. I think if, if you don't offend the core, 
then it's not going to work as much like yeah. a backlash or a boycott or things like that. So um, I, I think it's a, it, it's another example of companies that need to listen to their core audiences and, and know who their core audience is. Cause in this case, unity, it was the developers that were using this thing. Yeah. I mean, you basically just upset a whole industry. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, that's uh that's not good. You know who else uh, likes to upset an entire industry? What's that? Elon Musk. Look at that for a segue. Oh, my guy, Elon. I'm on a roll today. Elon has said X, which is the thing formerly known as Twitter, uh, is considering to uh, charging users for the service, the latest change that he has floated since buying the platform last year. Musk has been tweaking and adding features to the service in the months that he's owned it, sometimes delaying or reversing those changes. So uh, one of his signature moves was charging users for enhanced services, including that blue check mark. And the subscription service has come to be called X Premium. So now uh, this was in a uh, wide ranging live stream conversation that Musk had with Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. He said charging all X users was another way to fight bots. And this is a quote from him. The single most important reason that we're moving to have a small monthly payment for use of the X system is it's the only way I can think of to combat vast armies of bots. Yep. But most people won't see this as a way of them fighting bots. It'll just be of, well, do I want to pay this guy to use this service? And the first question for me was, no, I don't use Twitter well, slash it's, X that much. I use it to promote the sh this show. Um, I think we get better promotions on LinkedIn and S Spotify and some other, and YouTube, yeah. obviously, you know, this is where the, the show lives. Well, I, yeah, true. But yeah, I know like the other way to think about it is like anybody can create a Twitter account. Anybody. Yeah. Not everybody is going to create a Twitter account if it costs five, $6 a month. Right. You're going to think twice. And I think it's something that you can do to fight bots. I don't think it's everything. I mean, I think they even stated in the article that um, they do already have uh, measures in place to fight against bots. Actually, let me see if I can find it. Yeah, and, and, uh, and you and I were having this discussion when we were talking about whether to put this on the show or not, was what are these bots doing that is so bad in terms of Twitter? It's you know, Well, you, okay. could, you could artificially inflate metrics. On okay. certain posts and stuff like that, you could do that. You could, you know, inflate followings and. You I just know think I mean? there, there's an assumption out there that people are still trusting what they see on Twitter. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, that's that's true. I mean, that's, every that's time true. I go, it's just either people are trying to promote their stuff, which is good if I follow them. If you know, if there's an article I want to read from a trusted news source, such as Today in Tech, I need to do Tech Talk, <laughs> right? Um, but everything else, it's just, you know, usually hateful speech left, right. Oh, I hate this guy. Oh, I hate this president. Oh, I hate this president. Blah, 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 blah. Like, I, it just, it just gets it, too it, much. It's just too much. I can, yeah. uh, I don't need that in my life. Yeah. Um, breaking news used to be where you would, you would go to Twitter if there was something happening that was breaking news. But in reality, would you do that as much anymore? Would you just go and try to find a streaming 
I think, I think videos, today what you would do is you, like you know go to CNN if they're streaming or whatever it is if you were that interested in breaking news. I, I mean, I think today like with breaking news, I think everybody has their own. Well, everybody. I don't mean everybody, everybody, but I think everybody in let's say like my generation or younger, right? Or unless you're in media, you're gonna have your certain YouTube personality, you know, news outlet. Yeah, where you might get your breaking news from, or you know. The old school broadcast channels, CNN, Fox News, MSNBC. Yeah, I mean, if it's big enough, you're going to try to find a, a TV somewhere and, and try to watch it there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, from the looks of it, it did look like Elon was fighting bots even before he bought Twitter. And at least he but had it, efforts. Haven't most people acknowledged that it, it's not working? Well, it's not working. The, the fight against these bots is not necessarily working. I mean, that can be, that can also be said with just cybersecurity, right? We have all this antivirus and anti-malware, anti-this, anti-that, and yet yeah. businesses still get hacked into. You know what I mean? Like, one could only try, right, to try to reduce the amount of bots that go onto your platform, you know? Um, but I, I think the way he's looking at it as, okay, if everybody, if, if we, if we now charge people to use Twitter, then that should be the finest filter that they can put over the, the platform to filter in just human users. Yeah. Cause you have to put in a credit card, you have to put in, you know, your credentials and stuff like that. So I think but it's just another layer. Don't you think that a lot of these bot makers, especially if they're making some money off of this would find a way to either use a fake credit card or somehow so they or they would pay for it if it's a smaller amount if they're going to make six or seven times that true with your bots true and yeah that that probably can happen and probably will it will happen but at that it's point tied to a person or tied to an account exactly now maybe if they do that if they do try to create a bot account and they they go ahead and they go they put in all the credit card info maybe it just becomes easier to track down that person yeah you know maybe maybe i don't know i don't know that makes that makes me think of a larger question and i'm just kind of spouting off the top of my head here chris Mm -hmm. is there anything that you're currently using in the world of technology internet social media even in your regular life that you're getting for free that you would then take the next step and pay for it if if that person decided to charge you for it. For example, um, LinkedIn right now is free. Mm-hmm. Um, Facebook is free. Twitter's free at the moment. So a lot of these social Instagram is free. Is free. TikTok, God, I don't use it, but that's free. I mean, yep. you're paying in other ways. You're paying in giving up your data. You're paying in internet privacy. internet you're, providers. You're, 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 Internet providers, you pay for Verizon. that. You, you pay for that. No, I know we pay for it, but I think don't those internet providers also pay, don't they have some sort of partnership with all these? With all the social media? Exactly, yeah. Uh, social, I don't know. I can't remember if social media companies yeah. have to pay those internet service providers. I just know as a subscriber, I have to pay a monthly bill to Verizon for my Fios, mm-hmm. for example. So I'm try, just trying to think of if there's anything that I'm paying currently. Like, I, you know, you and I have talked about getting rid of cable subscriptions and, and streaming services like Disney plus, for example, I got rid of, yeah, I have to wait till November before it kicks in. Um, 
because they keep raising their rates. Right. And I'm trying to think of if, if there anything I'm getting for free right now that I would then pay for if they charge pay. Like Twitter, no. I don't think um, so. Instagram is probably the closest closest service that is not charging me currently, but if they did, I might I might consider paying. Facebook, no. I, I don't like Facebook. TikTok, no. So the only thing I could think of right now that I'm getting for free is is um, Instagram. Now, maybe there's some streaming TV services that I currently get for free. There's um, we, We'd subscribe to Pluto TV. Have you watched any of that? They show a lot of old, old, old yeah, TV shows. Yeah, I, I, I see a bunch of those yeah, um, like, apps, like Freebie. Freebie. I think is, Freebie and that's and, owned by Amazon. <clears throat> yeah, but deep down, it's like... You know, it's like what your parents always tell you when you grow up. Noth- nothing's for free. Well, it's yeah. like, I don't think it's... It's free. There's no uh, such thing as a free lunch. Yeah, yeah, like it's it looks free, but yeah. I think it's paid for in other ways that are paid through the things that we pay. Like, like I'm I'm trying yeah. to say, like for example, the internet service providers and stuff like that. I think a portion of that goes out to um, I don't know other accounts. You know what I mean? Like, you know. You've lost your train of thought. I've lost my train of thought. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to get to it. You are trying to say, which is what Facebook, again, the reason Facebook is free is because they're just stealing all of your data. Not stealing. I shouldn't say that. They're They're, selling your data. They're selling your data. So that, you know, then I I can talk about... um, Stuff that's free is paid through other means. I can talk about Baldur's Gate with you in the office. And if Facebook is listening at the time... Then all of a sudden, I start getting you get Baldur's Gate three ads. Yeah, you get ads. Um, I did I tell you the example of my lawnmower? I think so. I we I went and what what annoys me? Oh, I didn't because this is a, this is a show. That I'm giving you a sneak preview of, of one of our future shows. I went and uh, did some research on some internet sites to buy a new lawnmower. Mm-hmm. Found the one I was looking for. Found that it was available. Went and bought the lawnmower mm-hmm. at this local store. Yeah. Now, at that point, it should stop, but it hasn't. So now, every, every other website that I go that uses these Google ads showcases me all of these different lawnmowers, and they're not even different. It's the same one that I bought, and I don't understand why they can't just understand that I've purchased it already, right. unless I tell them I've purchased it, and I don't want to tell them that I purchased a lawnmower. Yeah, just so take, this, take your phone out, weird keep, make, sure, make sure it's locked, and be like, hey, honey, you know what? I don't think we need a lawnmower anymore. I think the one that we bought the other day is perfect. <laughs> you hear that, I, Google? <laughs> I, I wish there was a way to inform Google that you've already bought something or stop bothering me with these lawnmower ads. Yeah. But that's going to be a future episode. And so stick around for that discussion because we got a really cool guy who um, analyzes the algorithm. So, uh, all right. I'm I'm done with my topics for the day, Chris. Yeah, no, I think I think that pretty much covered uh, everything. All right, thanks for the news roundup. Yeah, no problem. That's all the time we have for today's episode. Be sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel, add any thoughts you have below. Join us every week for new episodes of Today in Tech. I'm Keith Shaw. Thanks for watching.